Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. Uh, we're glad to have you on the call this morning, and uh, we'd like to remind you, if you think someone in, would enjoy this call, feel free to uh, send our call number out to anyone, forward it to them. If you get a text message reminder, uh, you can forward that out to anyone, but we've made it real simple to call in, no password or passcode. You just dial directly into the call. I uh, want to also remind you that we have about 150 plus uh, devotions that we've recorded over the last uh, two, two and a half years that are up on Spotify. And if you can go search Game Changers Devotional on Spotify, you can have access to those. And if there's one that you want to pass along to somebody that's going through a difficult time in life, uh, there may be something there that, that uh, you could pass along them that would make a difference. So we don't mind you sharing uh, those with anyone. Um, I am Michael Pate, and I'll be leading the devotional today. And uh, I want to start out, and um, we're going to look in Acts, um, and we're going to start in chapter 8, and then we're going to move to chapter 9. And if you're familiar with, with Acts, uh, chapters 8 and 9, this is where we find a little bit about Saul of Taurus, who becomes Paul, um, and he's written a lot of the, Paul has written a lot of the New Testament, and he is just, it was an incredible uh, man of God, but before that, Saul wasn't quite so incredible uh, in the eyes of many. When you look in Acts 8, 1 through 3, it said, On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout uh, Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him, but Saul began to destroy the church. Uh, going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. So we know that 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 Saul, who will become Paul, uh, he, he was not a good man, and we know that he is probably the one who um, was involved with the execution of Stephen, uh, where he was stoned. And so he's a really bad guy, and he's you know got this posse with him, and he's on the road to Damascus, uh, and and we see that in chapter nine, uh, verses one through nineteen. And I'm going to read those for you. It says, "Who are you, Lord?" Saul asked. "I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting." He replied. "Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do." The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but he, uh, but when he opened his eyes, he could uh, could not see anything. So they led him by the hand to Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him uh, in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on the straight street and ask for the man from Taurus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. And then Ananias said what typically probably I would do. said, I've heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem, and he has come with, um, here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call upon your name. But the Lord told Ananias, Go, this man, um, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their king, uh, kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. 
Then Ananias went to the house and entered, placing his hands on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, uh, something like scales fell off from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up, and he was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. So I, when I was reading this, this, the story there in Acts and about Saul of Taurus, who will become Paul, I started thinking about, you know, how, you know, a lot of people think in their, their mind and in their hearts that in my past is so bad or I've done something that's bad enough that God can't use me. But when you start thinking about how bad Saul was, I mean, he literally was going around, and, you know, to me it almost is like he gets a thrill out of killing the Christians and persecuting them and destroying the church. But yet God had other plans for him. And I've seen this on in, in, in multiple occasions with people that just don't think that, that they can do anything to serve God because of their past. And when they open up their hearts and they realize what they can do, God does some miraculous things with them through their testimony. And uh, I think we have to remember that no matter what we've got going on uh, in our past, that God, uh, when he saves us, he forgives us for that. And, and that's, that's important to realize that we can be used. The, the second thing that I think we have to you know, remember is, like I said when I was reading the verses, Ananias was sort of, he was like me. Uh, God calls me to do something sometimes, and look, and I have a hard time, and I'm being totally honest with you. I just question sometimes. Hey, God, now I understand, I hear you, but do I really? Am I equipped to do this? And you think about this, the position Ananias was in. I mean, he knew that Saul was killing and persecuting Christians, and the rumors of that had come way before him. Uh, and so he he had a lot of fear, and you know, in his heart in his mind about what would happen if he was to go and lay hands on Saul uh, like the Lord told him, but he obeyed. And I think the, the, thing we have to, the third thing we have to remember is it said, but the Lord said to Ananias, go. And we have to learn, we have to go sometimes. Now, what does that mean? Sometimes it means for people that, are, that may go on a mission trip. Uh, that mission trip may be 10 miles away, it may be thousands of, miles, thousands of miles away, but sometimes we're called to go, and we have to remember that. And so I don't know where you're at in life right now. You know, God is dealing with you on, on being involved and going and doing something more. And like I say, it may not be a big mission field. It may be going out and doing something in your local community. It may be stopping and giving a bottle of water to a homeless person. But if God's calling you to do something, remember, sometimes we have to take that initiative and we just have to go. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day, and I thank you for all the people on this call, dear God. I just pray that you would help us to be uh, a light for you uh, in our workplaces, in our communities, dear God, in our churches, and that people would see your love through through us as the way we go out and live our lives, dear God. I just pray that you would open our hearts uh, to, to be receptive 
when you place people in our path uh, that we will will glorify your name by being Christ-like and and sharing Christ with them or picking them up as our brothers in Christ, dear God. I just thank you so much for the opportunities you're going to place before us. I pray that you would be with each and every person on this call, that you would keep them safe, that you would give them a great Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday and get them ready for Sunday so we can get back into next week and start doing great things for you, dear God. Uh, These things I ask in your holy name. Amen.